welcome and welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. We got a pretty interesting show. Gonna discuss one Wardell Stephen Curry and uh, talk about his place in the pantheon of all-time great shooters. But before we get to that, let's go ahead and do what we know what we got to do. If you're right here on YouTube and you haven't already, please go ahead, click that subscribe, that like, and that notification bell so you can be made aware and stay on top of when new content comes out on the channel. And uh, you'll be right here with us every time we drop something else. If you want the audio-only version of the podcast, go ahead, open up your audio-only podcast platform, hit the search bar, type in the format podcast, do a little search, we should come up, go ahead and subscribe right there. If you enjoy the content here on uh, YouTube, make sure you give us a like or give us that five-star review on your audio podcast platform. We definitely appreciate it. Um, make sure you share the pod with other sports fans you know that uh, want to hear that sports talk that's kind of out of the box and not just repeating everything else that you hear on all the other mainstream sports channels. Finally, um, make sure you do all this for us. Uh, it helps us rise in the algorithm, it helps us find more sports fans, helps more sports fans find us. And let's get right to it. Okay, so uh, if you follow the NBA, you know that we're uh, already into the first round of the uh, NBA playoffs, and some of the series are already finished up with two games. And surprisingly enough, the Sacramento Kings, who haven't been in the playoffs for, what, uh, 20 years now, are actually leading the Golden State Warriors, the defending champion at that Golden State Warriors, uh, two games to nothing in their series. Sacramento is not playing now. There's a lot of factors to that. Golden State's been terrible on the road this year. Andrew Wiggins is just getting back on his feet from being away from the team for quite some time. Uh, uh, Coach of the Year candidate Mike Brown of the Sacramento Kings. He was uh, an assistant with um, uh, Golden State through a couple of championships, so he knows those teams really well. He knows what they like to do. He matches up well against Steve Kerr, so definitely some things involved there. So it's not just uh, flat out Sacramento's the better team, although by the end of the series, they may be the better team. But um, Golden State is down 0-2. And uh, a couple of crazy things happened last night. Of course, Draymond Green and, uh, well, yeah, that dude is wild. But um, he was ejected from the game, and uh, we talk about that on another episode. But what I wanted to touch on here today is, um, as I mentioned, Sacramento won the game, and they won 114-106. But, you know, down the stretch, um, Golden State had an opportunity to get right there. And I want to say either tie the game or take the lead. And Steph Curry had a look at uh an open three or as open as he's gonna get in the nba right um in the playoffs he had an opportunity and he missed it he couldn't knock it down so now this kind of leads into the question of is steph curry really the one we often talk about steph curry as the greatest shooter of all time and let's be real here there have been a ton of great shooters uh throughout the history of the nba you know your dell curry steph curry's dad um he wasn't a superstar but he was a great shooter um uh, you have your 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 Ricky Pierce's, your Glenn Rice's, your Pages Stoyakovich's. I can go on and on. Your Drazen Petrovic's, um, of course, Larry Bird, Damian Lillard, uh, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Clay Thompson. Those last five guys are generally the guys that are kind of brought up most in the greatest shooter of all time discussion. But most people hold Stephen Curry as kind of having that mythical title of being the greatest shooter of all time. He's made the most threes in NBA history. He's definitely the most prolific shooter. Um, he's kind of, not kind of, he literally, since he's come into the league, has changed the way the game is played in terms of the volume of three-point attempts guys are taking, the range with which guys are shooting, um, how guys are shooting, all of that. And, and we'll get to that in a minute, but he's generally thought of as the greatest shooter of all time because he's kind of 
he's almost the perfect mix of all those things, right? He can catch and shoot. He can shoot off the dribble. He can shoot with tremendous range. Um, he's good in the mid range. He's uh, tremendous at the free throw line. So he's got all of these things together, but where it kind of counts most, at least for most people, is that he's not great in the clutch. So now the question is, even despite all the characteristics that he does possess as a shooter, not being great in the clutch, does that disqualify him from the greatest shooter of all time argument? And um, uh, last night on The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio with Rob Parker and Chris Broussard, uh, they got into it a little bit. And Rob Parker's for a long time has uh, he's been on the soapbox about Steph Curry not being the greatest shooter of all time. Let's hear what those two guys have to say about it. What'd you think, I mean, of the game? Were you surprised? Were you, you know? The only thing that jumped out to me was, I told you about Steph Curry. Oh, I great. told you. What, what? What's there to tell? That he can't make a big shot. Chris, oh. he had a chance to tie the game. He had an open look at the end of the game. Where's Steph with the dipsy open doodle? Look. He was two dudes. That's a that was two guys. Chris, there. he got a good look at that. He had a shot. It was a, it was That's a good a, look, but it wasn't an open look. I it mean, was he had a, to avoid in, the two in the NBA. He got a clear look at the basket, and once again, he didn't make it. I think he's now 0 for 10 with a chance to tie or win a game in the playoffs with less than 10 seconds. This is your greatest shooter of all time that you guys keep talking about. Let me give you more numbers. Absolutely. Steph Curry is 6 for 23 in his career on all shots in the final one minute of playoff games to tie or take the lead. Did you hear me? The greatest shooter of all time, according to Chris Broussard and those other Curry minions, is 6 for 23, including just 3 for for 13 from three so he can make the logo three he can make the three-quarter three when it doesn't matter but when it matters give me reggie miller give me ray allen give me any of those guys give me michael jordan anybody but steph curry in a big moment and we saw what happened we also saw history repeat itself chris when we talked about the road, how bad they were. Everybody, oh, the playoffs come. They'll just get it together and change things up, and they'll be okay. Uh, they won four of their last five games on the road. That's nice. But they, they look like the that team. They struggled. They, 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 they had that struggle. They lost by three points. They were up at the half. With 10 seconds left. They were up at the half. Right. Chris, so they, they had a nice lead. Yeah, struggling? In the second half, up they couldn't the finish half, the game. Had a chance to win. That's struggling? They couldn't finish. They were fin supposed to lose. No, they weren't. They're facing the third seed at home. No, they weren't. They won the, the championship a year ago. They have Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time. How many times are you guys going to finally buy into it? You can't be the greatest shooter of all time if you never made a big shot. So there you heard it. Um, Rob Parker is adamant that Steph Curry's lack of big game shot making and big, uh, you know, playoff environment, NBA finals, uh, clutch shooting kind of takes him out of the greatest shooter of all time argument. So this is really interesting because as i mentioned there's a lot of reasons why you could have him as the greatest shooter of all time but um we're going to talk about some of those guys i mentioned those last five guys that kind of are the main the main uh, uh uh the main people in the in the argument for greatest shooter of all time and i'm going to start with larry legend himself larry bird now 
uh, the percentages aren't that great for him. And despite what uh, JJ Redick had to say about it just being a function of math, percentages, makes volumes and attempts, it's just not that simple. When you boil it down to today's analytics-driven game, I get why he would want to say that. And again, I discussed this on a previous episode, um, the fact that he played in this era, he wants to protect this era, and he's been conditioned by the way the game is played and the way the game is trained and the way the game is measured in terms of uh, success in the analytics-driven format. He doesn't believe that Larry Bird is the greatest shooter of all time. Now, a lot of people do in terms of his ability to make huge shots when it's needed. Um, Larry Bird was just a shade under 90% from the free throw line for his career. And for each of these, I'm not going to run down all the stats for you because that would be the easy way to do it. But that takes away so much from um, really uh, identifying how great they are because a bunch of numbers are just that, right? We know stand, stats and analytics don't always tell the story. So um, Larry Bird, uh, I want to say uh, just under 38% all-time three-point shooter. Uh, he's uh, just under 90% from the free throw line. Um, just an outstanding shooter in the mid-range. As I mentioned, great from the free throw line. Very, very good from three. But he had some bad seasons from three. And for his career, he's only 32% from the three-point line in the playoffs. Now, with that said, Bird made a lot of huge threes, but he didn't have that super high percentage. So, you know, if you're driven by the numbers, you're going to say, well, Bird wasn't and shouldn't be in the greatest shooter of all time argument. But if you saw him play, and even if you go back, watch on YouTube, um, Larry Bird highlights and clips like what I'm showing here that you're seeing as I'm talking, or um, uh, if you will uh, listen to the stories told by his competitors, they'll tell you how afraid they were of leaving Larry Bird alone to shoot, because this is a guy that's going to tell you where he's going to shoot it from, how he's going to shoot it, what type of shot it is, and then he's going to knock it down. He's going to tell you about that too. Larry Bird, one of the greatest shooters of all time. Is he the greatest? I don't know. The point of this show is not really to decide who's the greatest shooter of all time, but just to kind of talk about the topic. Um, From today's era, Damian Lillard. This is a guy, Logo Lillard, right? This is a guy that kind of followed in Steph's footsteps in terms of just absolutely incredible, what we call parking lot range, pretty much as soon as he steps off the bus, he's a threat to make it, right? We've seen Lillard pull up and shoot from ridiculous distances constantly. We've also seen him make huge shots in the playoffs. Um, one being obviously the shot that he made uh, to send Paul George home, I think the year before the bubble, uh, to send Paul George home in the OK City Thunder when uh, you know he pulled up almost from logo distance with Paul George defending him. Paul George had afterwards said, you know, it was a bad shot, but it went in. And most people would say, yeah, it was a bad shot. But Lillard has no problem and no lack of confidence in taking a shot like that and making a shot like that. He's another guy. He's a tremendous three-point shooter. I want to say, um, as a matter of fact, he holds the playoff record for most made threes in a playoff game with 12. So we know that he can knock those things down in big-time moments. Again, much like Bird, not a tremendous uh, career three-point percentage uh, I want to say he's like 37 percent for his career um, but this is a guy who can make a ton of shots and make huge shots when his team needs him okay all right moving on Ray Allen the guy who Steph Curry broke the record for most uh, made career three-pointers Ray Allen uh, Seattle Supersonics Milwaukee Bucks drafted by the Bucks so uh, first the Milwaukee Bucks then the Seattle Supersonics then uh, Boston Celtics and then of course the Miami Heat Ray Allen, uh, 
I mean, the, the numbers say it themselves, right? He's one, he's 40% from three from his career. Again, another outstanding free throw shooter, another guy outstanding in the mid range, because when he came into the league, guys were still really shooting the mid range, but just an, an outstanding three point shooter. And we know also made one of the biggest, if not the biggest shots in NBA finals history, one that <laughs> saved LeBron in 2013 by, uh, you know, uh, Chris Bosh gets the uh, the tap out, Ray Allen grabs the rebound, makes sure he gets behind the three-point line and knocks down an incredible three-point shot to send the game into overtime. Arguably the greatest clutch shot in NBA Finals history. It's either that one or the one Kyrie Irving made in uh, 2016 to uh, help complete the comeback um, against Golden State, right? So uh, Ray Allen, just an incredible, incredible shooter um, made tons of huge shots in his career for the celtics made tons of huge shots in his career for milwaukee for the for the supersonics and of course as i mentioned just now the miami heat next up reggie miller again not necessarily the percentages that we're used to seeing from today because guys didn't shoot the three quite as much but still just an incredible incredible shooter and a tremendous sense for the drama of making huge shots um most well known probably for his incredible shooting against the Knicks in the playoffs in Madison Square Garden. I want to say uh, 1994, yep, 1994, in the uh, fourth quarter of one of the playoff games against the Knicks, he hits five threes. He's in a, in a war of words with uh, Spike Lee, and he's pulling up from what at that time was crazy range. Um, Reggie Miller wasn't nearly as good as uh, the last two guys I mentioned in terms of off the dribble, but Reggie Miller was one of the greatest ever on the catch and shoot, moving without the basketball, catching it, shooting it, and making shots. And Reggie really had the stones, right? When it came to a big shot and a big moment, he wanted it for his team. When he first got there to Indiana, um, Chuck Person, a guy you may or may not have heard of, he was nicknamed the Rifleman. And he was a great shooter, you know? And then Reggie kind of took over from him and became the guy in those huge moments. So from the Rifleman, Chuck Person, and then on to Reggie Miller, but Reggie Miller made huge shot after huge shot. So I just mentioned the 25 points in the fourth quarter of, I, I believe it was game five in 1994 against the Knicks. The Pacers come back against the Knicks, play them again in the playoffs in 1995. Um, I believe it was game one. He has the incredible uh, eight points in the last nine seconds to steal the game. He comes down, hits a three, <laughs> Steals the inbounds pass at, at the end of that game, gets behind the three-point line, knocks down another three, and then he ends up getting fouled and sinking two free throws. Just another incredible, incredible clutch shooting display. And if you remember in the clip that I played at the beginning of this episode, Rob Parker says, you know, in a clutch moment, give me Reggie Miller any day over Steph Curry. And, you know, there may be some argument for that. Um, next up, the other splash brother, Clay Thompson who now currently holds the record for most three-point attempts in a game. Now, let me mention real quick, uh, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Larry Bird, any one of these guys could have held that record. It's just that, again, the three-pointer wasn't quite as prevalent during their eras as it is now. So guys didn't necessarily have the green light to be pulling from anywhere on the floor at any given time, right? Even though they were great shooters. But regardless, um, uh, Clay Thompson has 14 made threes in a game. That's currently the record. Uh, he also has games where he's made 12 and 13 threes in a game. So Clay Thompson is a lights out shooter. That's why 
uh, he and Steph are known as the Splash Brothers, right? Because it's water when they shoot. And between the two of them, they are easily the most prolific shooting backcourt in the history of the NBA. I mean, th there's no arguing that no matter what you think, no matter what you say about the rules, no matter about the style of play, page play, whatever. Those two guys are two of the greatest shooters ever to do it. Klay Thompson, he just knocks that thing down. I mean, he is a shooter. Um, I want to say there's a game, uh, Klay Thompson, I believe he had 60. And the crazy thing was him, much like Reggie Miller, is not the greatest shooter off the dribble. So he's a tremendous catch and shoot guy. And I want to believe in that game, he hit, uh, I think he hit like uh, 11 threes or 13 threes. And he only took like 30 dribbles the whole game. Like he was catching the thing, maybe one dribble, an escape dribble, and then he was pulling up. Like it was incredible. I think he has a uh 33 or 37 point quarter which is also an nba record i mean clay thompson is just phenomenal when it comes to shooting the ball so between him and steph curry that's a nightmare for any defense to deal with and they are an absolutely uh gargantuan part of why uh the the golden state warriors have four championships in the last eight seasons right because of the splash brothers and um the way the game is played and how these guys can shoot the ball now steph curry uh, you know, we talked about this earlier. He is just a ridiculous shooter, ridiculous in terms of range, ridiculous on the catch and shoot, ridiculous off the dribble because he's also a tremendous ball handler, right? He's also ridiculous in that he's a threat to pass the ball. And with his ball handling skills, he's a threat to go past you and score at the rim. Um, he can shoot in the mid range. So he's got all these incredible aspects to his game. But again, the problem is, and you heard the stats from Rob Parker, he is not great in the clutch. So how can you be the greatest shooter of all time? I'm not saying he is, I'm not saying he isn't, but how can you be the greatest shooter of all time if you're not, if you don't have those shots in the clutch? Because those are huge and those are a huge part of any shooter's resume, any shooter's legend, Larry Legend, right? Any shooter's mythos, all this stuff comes from making those huge shots in the clutch. Think about, it. we talked about Larry Bird, his huge shots in the playoffs. We talked about Lillard, literally sending guys home with shots in the playoffs. We talked about Ray Allen, saving a championship in the playoffs with one of the, one of the two biggest shots in the history of the NBA Finals. We talked about Reggie Miller. He had a shot to uh, uh, beat Michael Jordan. They ended up losing that series. I wanna say the, uh, 1998 um, Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Reggie Miller knocked down a shot at the end of either game four or game five um, on Michael Jordan to uh, win that game. It went to seven and of course the Bulls ended up winning. But the point is Reggie Miller, you know, he, he had that flair for the dramatic as well. We talked about his incredible shooting against the Knicks in the playoffs. And of course we have game six, Clay, Clay Thompson, who is known for his heroics as well. So all these guys are on the list in terms of greatest shooter of all time. So what I wanna know from you is, is Steph Curry the greatest shooter of all time in your estimation? Um, if he's not, who do you think it is? And what do you think goes into being the greatest shooter of all time? All right, thanks so much for checking in with me. I uh, can't wait to hear back from you and I'll be back next episode. And I'm out, peace.